What's up, guys? Welcome to a Friday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Connie. I'm Friday again. <laughs> I feel like I say that each and every week. The weeks seem to go by quick when you're making bets every single day. Weeks start going by quick when your child's in daycare, too. It was uh, our daughter Poppy's first day of daycare yesterday. All went well. It was good. It was strange. But, you know, it's all part of it. And uh, also, thanks to people who reached out in regards to the electric. I did get my old electric shaver to work perhaps one last time, but thank you everybody for reaching out. I've got some stuff um, coming that I'm going to like, so thank you for that. The power of the internet. Good day yesterday. 2-0 day. Um, our third bet, which is in the World Baseball Classic, it's the future. It's on Japan, who is currently playing Korea. Um, but in our March Madness, we went 2-0. We had Iowa State plus four and a half. They won that game outright by six and a half. They had an incredible second half. We had the Yukon Huskies minus six and a half. They won by seven. They were up by like 20 points in the first court, first half. Got way up a little bit in the start of the second half and then just started collapsing. And uh, man, they ended up hitting two free throws at the end for it to be seven. Thank goodness they did. So up two units. Got three more bets today, and I'm employing a bit of an interesting strategy. I was listening to one of my favorite sports betting podcast shows, um, Bostonian versus the Book, and saying spreads in college basketball games right now are so difficult because teams are going to go way up and then stop trying. You have teams that don't care until we get into the tournament. And so I'm sticking to the money line for my one college basketball bet today. So I'm going to parlay it. And then the other bet I have, or the other parlay, which is in the NHL, I've thrown another game in there to parlay it just to make the odds worth it. Because once we get into the minus 150s, minus 200s, I don't love that. It can destroy your bankroll real quick. I don't mind those as smaller side bets, but I'm not going to do those here. So we're going to start, however, with the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to start in the NBA. I know I said I wasn't going to make too many NBA bets, but the Toronto Raptors, my hometown team, I know this team inside and out. So I'm very comfortable betting on the Raptors, assuming there's no injuries or any last minute scratches, which I don't suspect there will be. They're coming off a 108-100 loss at the Clippers. This is the last of a five-game road trip. They are in L.A. to play the Lakers. They need to win, right? So they have actually the hardest schedule the rest of the way. They need to win to get into the play, and there's not really much point in not making the play-in now because of where they would end up in the lottery and yada, yada, yada. So I think they're going for it, okay? And they are better than the Los Angeles Lakers when the Lakers don't have LeBron James, which they don't. The Raptors have been a terrible road team. Granted, that is true. They are coming off um, back-to-back losses at the Clippers in Denver. Those are tough teams, man. They did beat Washington previous to that, but they're playing Denver. They're playing the Clippers. The Lakers are not those teams. Although the Lakers are coming off back-to-back wins, most recently against Memphis, obviously they don't have Ja Morant, and then they did beat the Golden State Warriors, which was a little bit surprising, but D'Angelo Russell, he was probably, he's got an ankle injury. Anthony Davis is probably, he's dealing with foot injuries. They don't have LeBron James, where on the flip side, the Raptors, minus uh, Will Barton, are at full strength. And Fred Van Fleet's going to be pissed off. He was just fined $30,000 for his comments about the refs in their previous game. You've got the fiasco with Scotty Barnes two nights ago. I think he's going to be pissed off. I think this is just an angry team right now that's feeling extremely disrespected. I look for them to go in the last game of a road trip, 
put up a good, and even though it's the last game of a five-game road trip, they just played in the last arena two nights ago. So they've been in LA for three or four days. They've got LA out of their system. They're going to be ready to go home, and they're going to start taking this seriously. I think Nick Nurse is going to have this team ready. I think they're going to have them ready to play well. So Anthony Davis might have a monster game against the Raptors tonight, but I think the Raptors win this. You're going to get for plus 100 straight up on the money line at FanDuel. Give me the Toronto Raptors on the money line. Now, here's where it gets a little bit interesting. I'm not going to talk too much about the throw-ins because it is what it is. We're going to talk about the Cincinnati uh, college basketball game, but the throw-in is Portland at Philly. Just quickly, Philly is 24-10 and 10 at home. Portland is 14-20 and 20 on the road. Philadelphia is at full strength. They've won three straight basketball games, four of their last five. Portland is 1-7 in their last eight road games taking the Philadelphia Sixers on the money line, minus 370, um, as the first part of the parlay. Now, what I want to talk about now is Temple versus Cincinnati, okay? Temple comes into this 16 and 15. Cincinnati comes into this 20 and 11. The spread right now is five and a half to six, which I think is a really good spread. I want to avoid spreads for the rest of the way. Anything over two in college basketball, I'm not touching. I'm either going to parlay it or I'm just going to pay the juice. So I like Cincinnati on the money lines. When you combine Cincinnati and Philadelphia, you get a minus 114 money line parlay. That's at bet 365. And I like Cincinnati for their defensive prowess. Both of our bets yesterday sort of hinged on defense versus offense, and it came through. So when Temple is in possession, there's not much of an advantage. However, the Cincinnati defense is ranked number 83, which is good when Temple comes in nationally at 102 in offense. So since these defense is better than Temple's offense, and whenever it's even close, I'm going to take defense every single time. Then when you flip it, when Cincinnati's in possession, they should come out ahead by a fairly modest margin. They're currently 44th in the country in offensive efficiency, while Temple comes in 94th in defensive efficiency. So that isn't close. That's a 50 rank jump there. So I like Temple on that note there. Um, when we look at pace, it looks like it's going to be a fairly average tempo. Cincinnati is 166th in game pace. Temple is 239th. So Cincinnati does play a bit of a faster game, and I think they're going to be able to slow it down on the other end of the floor. Um, Temple is one of the more consistent teams, ranking 116. Cincinnati is sort of in there as well. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I don't think you're going to get to 5.5 or you're going to get to 6, but I do think Cincinnati is the better team overall. They've got the better defense, and I like their tempo a little bit better. So that's why I don't want to touch the spread. I just want to take them on the money line and parlay it with Philadelphia to get us to minus 114. So 76ers and Cincinnati against Temple, money line parlay, minus 114 at bet 365. Employing a similar strategy here, Nuggets are playing the Spurs. The Nuggets are 46 and 20. The San Antonio Spurs are 16 and 49. There's your analysis. That's our first leg. Nuggets are minus 800 on the money line. If Philly and the, and the Nuggets cost us these bets, fair enough because I'm not paying the juice to risk it straight up anyway. First half, not going to talk anymore about that. We're going to talk about the Ducks and the Flames, and I like the over in the first period. Now, both of these teams are fairly even to the over-under. Anaheim is 34-29. and 29, Calgary is 32-32, and 32, so 500 to the over and the under on this season in full regulation. Under has been trending a little bit for Anaheim, 6-0-2 in their last eight versus a team with a losing record, but the over is 11-2 in the Ducks' last 13 when their opponent scores two or less goals in their previous game. And Flames, tailspin. 0-4 in their last four, playing on two days rest. 0-4 in their last four at home. 1-5 in their last six following a win. They're in a tailspin, and there's only three games on the NHL slate today, and I don't really like, or sorry, two games. There's this, and there's Florida and Chicago. 
and the lines are pretty sharp, so I don't like those. But here's the interesting thing for first period stats. These are the two best teams to first period overs in the National Hockey League. Isn't that interesting? Anaheim, 37-22-6 to the over. Calgary, 37-25-3 to the first period over. The two best teams in the NHL this season. It has um, returned an 11.4% ROI for Anaheim and a 6.5% ROI for Calgary. I find that very interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of goals in the first period. Maybe the guys tire out later. I'm not sure. But the two best teams to the over. So that's why when you look at it at minus 150, are you going to pay that and hope there's two goals? No. But if you throw in a Denver Nuggets money line, you get to minus 113, which I really, really like. So the main play... For those two parlays, the main play is Cincinnati. I just don't want to pay 210, don't want to take the spread. The main play is Ducks and Flames over one and a half in the first period, but I don't want to pay minus 145. And so that's the reason for those there. So those are your three bets for Friday. Pretty interesting. We got a lot going on. World Baseball Classic. We got the Players Championship. We got MLS. Going to be an unbelievable weekend for sure. But your three bets for Friday give me the Toronto Raptors on the money line, plus 100 at FanDuel. Give me the Philadelphia 76ers and Cincinnati for a two-team Moneyline Parlay, minus 114 at Bet365, and give me the Denver Nuggets Moneyline and the Anaheim Ducks Calgary Flames over one and a half in the first period for a minus 113 Parlay at DraftKings. Feel free to drop a comment if you're fading or following. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Connie for more picks and props throughout the day. TikTok and Instagram for just the picks portions and audio versions available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Let's have us a Friday and let's talk sports.